Ego et pater unum sumus. The Father and I are one. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In this utterance of our Divine Lord, we have the very heart of Passion Tide. All of the drama of our Lord's persecution and his imminent bitter passion revolves around this one utterance, I and the Father are one. You will have probably noticed that the Father is named nine times in today's Gospel. Is that not extraordinary? Nine times. This repeated utterance of the name of the Father in today's Gospel points to the grace of Lent, which is for us annually a revelation of the Father. A revelation of the Father. Even when we consider Lent, taking into account its historical development, even when we consider Lent from the perspective of the catechumens and the penitents, what had the catechumens to learn? That God is Father. And what had the penitents to learn again that God is Father. And what have we to learn year after year but that God is Father? The mysterious revelation of the fatherhood of God begins, of course, on Ash Wednesday, when, in the Gospel, our Lord says, But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head, and wash thy face, that thou appear not to men to fast, but to thy Father who is in secret, and thy Father who seeth in secret will repay thee. And so beginning on Ash Wednesday, and all throughout the course of these 40 days, the Father is revealed to us. Why do we fast? What is the aim of the traditional works of Lent? Fasting, almsgiving, and 
a more generous dedication to prayer. These things have as their goal to make us humble and childlike, to make us aware of our poverty, of our fragility, of our need for God the Father. And so our Lord exclaims, I praise thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for what thou hast hidden from the learned and the clever, the wise, the sophisticated, thou hast revealed to little children, yea, Father, for such is thy gracious will. It is astonishing that so few Catholics live concretely, really, in awareness of the Father. Of course, we pronounce the word how many times a day in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And yet, somehow, for many of us, the fatherhood of God is a mystery that escapes us. We have it here somehow, but has it descended here into the heart? <coughs> the priest, every priest, is, I like to think, born and called by God to stand at the altar and say, Father. When a priest gets up in the morning, it is with a certain interior joy, knowing that he will go to the altar to say that word that the whole world longs to hear, that word that holds the whole world in being. St. John Fisher said that were the holy sacrifice of the Mass somehow to be abolished from this planet, the world would cease to exist. The priest goes to the altar to say, Te igitur clementissime pater, pater. Of course, the priest pronounces the word first in the offering of the host at the offertory of the Mass, Sushipe Sancte Pater. But that utterance of the name of the Father in the offertory is but a preparation, really, for that sublime utterance that opens the canon of the Mass. Te igitur clementissime 
departed. And when the priest addresses God as Father, standing at the altar, he does so with all the faithful behind him, because he is their representative. And he utters the name of God, Father, on their behalf. And when at Holy Communion we receive the adorable and life-giving body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, it is so that his own utterance of God's name, Father, become not something exterior to ourselves, but something welling up from deep inside. Our Lord unites himself to us in Holy Communion so that we with him and through him and by him might say, Father. It is this that is the grace of Lent. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.